This is Tristan. And this is Justin. The Space Bros Podcast. my breath for some reason oh. while we were pausing. <laughs> why were you doing that i don't know you wanted me to be quiet and i was very quiet i was holding my breath like <gasps> so it took all the wind out of my echo oh, <laughs> oh, oh okay yeah. uh it's the eve of the apocalypse yes this is our final episode oh that's true forever yeah, yeah. so i hope it's, it's a good one apocalypse yeah so uh it might not get to itunes we'll post it soon but we'll see what happens tomorrow <laughs> no and like either everybody's gonna hear this or nobody right well n- not everybody everybody in the world no yeah, everybody in the world's gonna hear it i've seen our listenership yeah. <laughs> and the amount of reviews we have on itunes zero one do people still review itunes i things? think so oh man um but you can subscribe now with a uh, podcast app mm-hmm. on your phone so or ipad whatever you have that's true okay because i'm not very big on the itunes stuff because i have android so yeah, I don't really know what these kids are doing with their iTunes, if that's still a thing. Well, iTunes sucks, too, on PCs. It's terrible. Yeah. They just released a new version, though. 11, did you get it? No. I just wiped it off my computer completely because it was nonsense. Wait, how do you do your... Music? Yeah. Spotify. Well, no, your, your update's on your iPad. It does it on its own now. Oh, that's right. You don't have to sync it anymore to a PC? Nope. That's so, a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, that's stuff that's not Star Wars related. This is a Star Wars podcast. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's episode we 18. We can Man. smoke. What else can we do? We can vote. No. Yeah, no. vote. Vote. Yeah. We're, we're legal to have sex with anybody older than 18. Yeah. So, so we're 18 legal. to 99. Barely legal, I think we're <laughs> right. called. Mm hmm. So 18 to 99. <laughs> Not over 100, though. No. <laughs> that should be illegal. <laughs> Getting your dick dusty. Yeah, a little <laughs> dusty. Uh, All right. Mm. We're adults. Um, <laughs> poof. <laughs> poof. Poof. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's when an old man comes. Uh, poof. I was thinking that's when, when like, an old lady squirts. Uh, yeah. A little of both. A little from column A, a little sure. from column B. Yeah. All liquid is turned to dust when you're 100, right? Yeah. You're basically just a Blood. big bag of dust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we're getting goofy. Um, first thing we're going to talk about is that Timothy Zahn is releasing a new book. Yeah. Uh, I knew about this, actually, because I saw it on Amazon. It was coming coming yeah. out, but I didn't read into it. It's yeah, called I didn't, I didn't Star Wars Scoundrels with an exclamation point. Scoundrels! Yeah, it has to do with uh, some of our favorite characters. So Yes. Some Chewie, some Han. Going mm-hmm. out, you know, getting into some scoundrelness. Yeah. So I didn't uh, read the entire interview. This is actually on um, the link I put up was from Hollywood.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming out on the first. Yeah. But I had some cool, uh, some of the cover ideas, you know, Han Solo looking all awesome mm-hmm. on a wall. And some like quick quotes and like I, I kind of briefly read over the was gonna happen but i don't know how long it's been since timothy zahn has put out a, a star wars novel well um there was a thing in here saying it was like 15 years yeah i mean it was um what was the name of that that uh um, more famous oh series that he okay. did 20 years after the publication of heir to the empire yeah so the throne trilogy yeah grand admiral thrawn 
uh, was his most famous work. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the the most famous, you know, novelization or novels mm-hmm. about Star Wars universe. The, the most expanded popular, universe. The expanded universe yeah. is mm-hmm. the Timothy Zahn Thrawn trilogy. So that's kind of a big deal that he's oh. come back to it. So maybe he's written a few in between. Okay. Um, I don't really keep up on the novels. Yeah, that's one thing that we haven't really touched. Uh-uh. Is uh, the expanded universe novels? Not since uh, high school, like a couple, and yeah, I kind of fell off though. It was just there seemed to be so many at one point, or mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what's good. And this is before you could really—I mean, the internet was around, but it wasn't as easy to be like, which one should I be reading? Yes, you kind of had to guess. And I read a lot of crap, <laughs> like Star Wars novels. Yeah, Not there's crap, some stinky, just, poopy ones. Just yeah, yeah, stinky, poopy ones. Yeah, I remember reading one that was just a bunch of short stories that were all cantina based. Hmm. And I can't, I don't remember what it was called. Like, I just picked it up from the library. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, the cover was, like, half-written, ripped off. Okay. Um, which I'm also excited I'm going to be able to get this book in hardcover. Because you yes. know how I feel about hardcover. Yes. You <laughs> like it hard. I do like it. I like it nice and hard. Because those paperbacks, they get all ripped and shit. Yeah. And then they end up looking like your your copy of The Hobbit over there. Hey. Just no cover. <laughs> so They are flimsy. Yeah, whatever. But, yeah, so the, this this... One of the ones that I remember uh, is uh, it just wasn't very interesting. And I've always, I've actually, the Thrawn trilogy, I want to get to this winter, hopefully. Okay. I'm going to try try and read them. Yeah. But you know, I don't have all the into. time in the world to no. read. More than I used to, so we'll see. Okay. So check that out. That's coming on the first. Yeah. And if you like Chewy Han's stories, then that'll be right up your alley. I think we should probably. Yeah, we can jam on that. Try and jam on it yeah. a little bit. We're having a hard time keeping you up with the comics, so. Yeah, the comics are, it's uh, a lot of them. Yeah, and there's going to be Very more. numerous, yeah. It seems like Dark Horse is trying to get all their stories out yeah, before like, they Duh. lose their contracts. You got news about that later. So, um, okay. So, yeah, pick it up January story. 1st. Um, 2013, Scoundrels. Yeah, it's pretty soon. It's two weeks. Yeah. Um, George Lucas says, I don't really have much to do as a consultant for episode seven yeah Bagok. yeah basically he's trying to walk as far away from the movies as possible it seems like yep because everybody's hey wait what's going on are you executive producing how much mm-hmm. doesn't sound like do you have he's like eh, you know what not very much executive what? producer is kind of a loose term though could mean ha- really hands-on or not yeah so it sounds like he's going to go not so hands-on mm-hmm. which is exciting yeah um i think all he has to do is probably give his approval to most of the scenes because it doesn't sound like he's gonna be there filming at all on the set because he made it seem like he's like someone else should do this because i'm too old for it yeah yeah, so other interests and yeah it's probably a little bit of heartburn from the last trilogy yeah i don't know that i'd want to step into the the third trilogy after being burned so hard by my fans (laughs) for Mm -hmm. a little time period there so uh, uh, it's understandable. Yeah. But. Seems like he's going to have a very hands-off approach, which is good news for our mm-hmm. fans, is that, that someone hopefully will try and, you know, keep it faithful to the series, but then put their own take on it and hopefully divert it from where it was headed uh, with the prequel. Yeah. That was going in a bad direction. Which another big producer from um, Lucasfilm, uh, Rick McCollum, who had a, had a big role in the prequels, Mm-hmm. Also stepped away from Lucasfilm. Oh, recently, I think that's the next article on there. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, it's <clears throat> he's also stepping away, and he's saying that Kathleen Kennedy is is well equipped to handle this, and he's mm-hmm. going to go off and do his, you know, 
independent works as well. They're okay. both older. I think they're just, you know, they want to go do some fun stuff. So, yeah. What he was it says here that McCollum was the uh producer of the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Remember that TV show? Yeah. Uh-huh. Lasted two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. So, The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones or something like that. Yeah, basically. Hmm. And that's what um that was his start with Lucasfilm. And okay. then on to the prequels, and now he's stepping away. So, The Old Guard, walking away. Yeah. Letting the kids come in and muck shit up, hopefully. <laughs> Shake things up, rattle some cages. Mm-hmm. You can only hope. Have you heard the, like, the most recent uh, rumors about story, plotline stuff? Mm-hmm. No. The real recent ones, and that's like pure rumor mill stuff, is like, the story's going to be... You know, Anyavan Four, and Luke mm-hmm. comes back to start a Jedi Academy, and yeah, that's the new Jedi Order story. The new Jedi Order stuff. So that's the that's the greatest rumor right now. That makes the most sense, I think, from a story plot. Yeah, would be raising you know a new force of Jedi. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, and if if they're gonna go that way, I'd have to guess that they'd bring in then you know the uh, the children, uh-huh. Leia's yep. kids, Leia's and Solo's kids. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, and we'll see what. Because basically there's only two Force-sensitive people right. in the universe. Yeah, and I don't see them recasting Luke and Leia mm-hmm. as 30-somethings. You know, you'd think yeah. they'd bring in, like, That's new true. teenagers or new 20-year-olds to kind of take the helm of the Star Wars movies. But then they can't have them as parents. No, I mean, they'd be old. Yeah. Which, they'd be the age that they are now. Well, they... Yeah, I think... Hmm. You I think, guess they could go two ways. They yeah. could either have brand new Luke and Leia as 30-somethings, new, new parents. Right. Or, like just directly right after like episode. Well, they're not parents together, but you know what I mean. Right. So Leia's kids. Han and on. Leia's kids mm-hmm. will be babies, and then they'll start the academy then. Or they'll be 60 or 50 years old, whatever, and then they'll be teenagers, their kids. Yeah, they continue, their kids would be like 20. Yeah. And maybe then starting the Jedi yeah. Order. I just have a hard time seeing them recasting. Right. I don't think they're going to do that. Han, Luke, Leia. No. But I, Harrison Ford but hasn't maybe. said he would. So. I think Harrison. Hello. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, hey, Nana. All right. Let me shut that down. Um, I thought Harrison, I thought Harrison Ford uh, did say that he would. Huh. I thought he was one of the people to be like, sure. I think they all said that they would be okay available. Well, I think he'd so. be the toughest sell, though, would be getting Harrison Ford back. He has know. the most star power, even though he's not really done anything since. Right. Air Force One. Yeah, but how could he turn his back <laughs> on, like, Lucasfilm? Yeah. And be like, you know what? You made my career. Fuck you. I'm not going to do this movie. <laughs> just for poopies and giggles, I'm going to see how old he is. He uh, 70? Yeah, he's getting up there. I mean, he was in the new Indiana Jones movie. Right. Briefly, right? Yeah. Uh, was 1942. Or so. wasn't he? Was he not? I didn't see the new one. Yeah, he's 70. Did you see the new Indiana Jones movie? The Crystal Skull? Yeah. Yeah. Was he in there? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't. I stayed Ooh. away. I stayed far away. Yeah, he's in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think he said he would do it. Okay, good. That's good news. But I mean... Uh, Jones five, really? So that's why I'm imagining like 20 years after um, s- seven. Mm-hmm. Seven is going to be like 20 years after. So six. Yeah. 
Okay. Return of the oh. Jedi. Because I, I just don't see. It'd be so weird. It'd be weird for them to do and try and pull off. Yeah, I think the fans would have a revolt. You know, and might as well start like even fresher, like going that time period away. Like you can mm-hmm. a little further. You can step further away from like the old guard and start setting up that universe. You know. Yeah. So that's what I predict. So that's the that's the the newest rumor. So okay, I, that sounds good. I would be down with that plan. You would be. Yeah. You'd be down with that. Because what other stories are they gonna tell? Uh, they could tell the one that happened the day after. Like like the Thrawn trilogy. I mean, that's immediately after. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I think so. so. But then they'd have to again. They'd have to recast those characters. Yeah, and they'd be much older. You know, it's so. gonna be that chick from Twilight and. <laughs> all those char- like it's gonna be all those people from Twilight as <laughs> the main characters. So we'll see. Okay, on to the next shit. Um, Return of the Jedi inc- originally included three female X-wing pilots, right? Yeah, this I thought was interesting. Um, they just kind of released some images from some lost footage mm-hmm. from Return of the Jedi. Uh, from the final so, battle sequence. I like this. How this article begins. Uh, this is from. It's Buzz. Cinema, Cinema Blend. Blend. It starts out quick. Name three female characters from the original Star Wars. Uh, there's Princess Leia and Peru and. Uh, uh. Uh. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and then it goes goes on to show three X-wing pilots that are women, and they all vary in age greatly. Yeah, one of them's really old, like middle-aged. Yeah, elderly woman, and then. One that kind of looks like Princess Leia. Yeah, pretty young. Pretty young. Um, as part of the Rebel Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, it's it's kind of crazy that they didn't, this didn't end up in the final, when he re- remastered them, when he mm-hmm. redid them, to include yeah. some female pilots. Yeah, he didn't really had, add any additional footage of the original st- stuff that was shot. It was more like, here's brand new scenes with whatever, fucking Java yeah. that we couldn't do. It says in in the article from Cinema Blind, it says the site, which is BuzzFeed, which is where this kind of came from, originated from, mm-hmm. uh, speculates that Lucas decided against showing these women because watching females die on screen when their ships blow up might have been too traumatic. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, right. Well, they show Ewoks dying. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of reasons why. It, I mean, it's too bad that he didn't include them because mm-hmm. it is kind of a bizarre, you know, tale of future where it's like, well women are still in the kitchen yeah that's <laughs> like, true yeah which is pretty much how the star wars universe that original trilogy is like yeah it's a good old boys club sure they're queens and princesses and you well, they, know leia's got some attitude she shoots a blaster but like she's like the only one mon mothma she's uh she, the, yeah, the admiral she, of the starship fleet, the admiral so. sure but we don't see her piloting an x-wing no she's just the brains behind it i mean they all with all they would all you would have had to do is keep one shot in Mm-hmm. Of one female X-wing pilot, yeah, and nobody would be able to say anything right now. Uh huh. So, yeah, it was always you know a good old boys club was the, the mentality is like yeah you first Star Wars movies there's no women in that movie yeah even Family Guy made fun of it in that uh, special and then one of the like specials. where are the women yeah, <laughs> yeah basically so I don't know if, if there's if, go to BuzzFeed or go to Cinema Blend I mean it, it kind of popped up it was big nerd news for a moment i'm sure the mary sue had something about it too linking yeah. to it so mm-hmm. interesting um i don't know what he was thinking if it, if it was even him it's not like he had complete control over the original trilogy so yeah he didn't have you know he wasn't the final cut he didn't have final cut say in those movies 
Mm-hmm. Also didn't direct the third one, so right. You know, you can't really put it on Lucas, but it's too bad. Let's talk about um, this other article you found with uh, the Jedi religion. Yeah, <laughs> this was pretty funny. Um, so, following a nationwide campaign, Jedi made it into the 2001 census with 390,000 people identifying themselves. This uh, is in Great Britain a decade ago. Wales, yeah. Right? As the fictional Star Wars creed. So, 390,000 people on a census wrote their religion as Jedi. And I'm sure that's, this is in... Um, Jedi Knight. Yeah, Jedi Knight, which really isn't a religion. No. Uh, it'd be Jedi is your religion. I suppose. Um, but this is from um, Wales and England, right? Mm-hmm. So the two combined. Um, so this is last year's 2012 census. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 390,000 people. That was 10 years ago. Now it says that 176,000. Where was that? Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, at the top it says, Today's census figures show that 176,000 people in England and Wales identify themselves as Jedi Knights, making it the most popular faith of, in the other religions category. So I wonder if that's, that can't be a selection from the survey. Like, are you, you know, Muslim, Christian, Jewish, or Jedi Knight? I think it is. Or would it have other, and then you just write in what you are? Well, I think I think with that that the lower, lower paragraph it was saying that with three hundred ninety thousand votes, uh-huh. it ended up being on the census, and this time it was one hundred sixty thousand or something like that. I don't know why. Okay. So well, maybe yeah, enough people said that that it got on there the next time around when they did their next census. Yeah, <laughs> but still, like yeah, it's uh, I think it was more than atheist, right? Yeah. Jedi Knight, heavy metal, no religion, atheist. Well, yeah, it said uh, 13.8 million refused. Yeah, that's a lot. So, okay. Yeah. Weird. And then only 30,000 people claimed to be atheists. That's weird. Huh. And then heavy metal was another religion that was on Another there. option. Wouldn't you be like Satanist? <laughs> Why would you? Your religion have been. Why would you put heavy metal? metal? Yeah. I don't know. That's, it's funny, though. I like that. Weird. But, Jedi of course, Knight. if you saw the survey and you're like, huh, I'm going to be funny. Look at that Jedi Knight's on sure. there. I'm sure a lot of people just check that just because it was funny. We, I would. Yeah. If it was on the United States. Uh, so Christian. Like Jedi. Jedi. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jedi. Whoa. Heavy metal. Jedi. Yeah. All right. Oh, tough choice. <laughs> what do I pick? What do I pick? What do I pick? Yeah. Mm. But that's it's still pretty funny that, you know, they have it broken down by uh, on a map percentage of Jedi Knights in England and Wales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the highest a density. High density in Blumenmuth. The southwestern. <laughs> yeah. Cardiff. Right? Cardiff. Plymouth. Is that Cardiff? That's where I like. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's like all the uh, interesting. Brighton. Plymouth upon Brighton. And Cardiff. Which I think is where Torchwood and one of the oh. um, huh. Doctor Who stuff takes place. So that makes sense. Yeah, a lot of nerds. <laughs> A lot of maybe nerds. maybe Hoovian will be on the next one, or <laughs> is that what knows? they call it? No, he's not a Hoovian. He's a, um, a time lord. So oh. Hoovian would be is is Doctor Seuss, isn't it? <laughs> From Whoville. <laughs> yeah, that would be a Hoovian. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I think if you're, uh, I think we should get that going in the United States. Yeah, first establish a church. Yeah, we couldn't get a tax break. That's true. So, the Church of Jedi Knight. Yeah. The Temple of Jedi. Jedi Temple. Let's open one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll get some money. Yeah. I'm sure it's no big deal. 
building a temple. You should at least play it once without the <laughs> repetition. Right here. No, <laughs> you didn't. Can't. You can't. There. What is it? Just saying yes. Just yes? Yoda saying yes? Yeah. We turn it up a lot. Where are you finding these soundboards? Just from Star Wars. Like StarWars.com? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Here. Is that, that site's back up and running? Yeah, it's back to what it used to be. Really? Yes. 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 Faster. 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 <laughs> no, I want to hear him. I want to hear Yoda have an orgasm by saying yes. 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 <laughs> That's it. Okay. Enough goofing around. Mm-hmm. Uh, X-Wing model sells for $270,000. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, That's a lot of money. It's a lot of dough. Um, this is an auction. Um, Apparently, there aren't very many of those X wings left because they're either blown up, mm-hmm. damaged during the filming. Um, so this is one of the like the nicest there's a, ones. There's a screen used Star Wars movie mm-hmm. um, prop from 1977. X wing model sold for two hundred seventy thousand. Jeez, I wonder how big it is. It was a. Uh, more than oh, it says here it's uh, twenty-two by eighteen. So, yeah, a little bigger that's than pretty foot, sizable. I mean, that's about the foot. size of the the toy, mm-hmm. right? If yeah. You, if you were to go get the uh, recent X-wing toy, that's pretty big. Yeah, that's so, a lot of cash, though. Whew. Yeah, some very rich Star Wars fan. It doesn't look very detailed in the picture either. When you look at it, you're like, eh, you could probably make a model that looks more detailed. Yeah. <laughs> if you just painted one right now. I suppose. But it wouldn't be one of the X-Wings from that was filmed for the movie. No. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I think they had other items up at that auction too. Or there was an auction coming up that was going to have one of Luke's lightsabers. Um, no. I've been auctioning off items. Okay. I don't know if Disney's trying to make some of their money back right away or what. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, but like that's get rid of some of the stuff in storage. Hey, look, look at your closet. What do you got in there? Yeah, <laughs> two hundred and seventy. How much did he sell it for? Four billion. Yeah. So so two hundred seventy thousand dollars. He's like they're less than one percent there, mm-hmm. <laughs> making that money back. Well, I'll I'll tell you another article that I found uh, about George Lucas being uh, very generous with his employees holiday bonuses oh yeah i saw that yeah so this year the staff of lucasfilm received a holiday bonus that's pretty amazing Uh, they got a new iphone 5 a new ipad and a new comfortable looking pillow (laughs) weird (laughs) picture of the pillow yeah i'm looking at it right now there's it's It's got a a, it's like embroidered uh and it says uh it's it's got a picture of Boba Fett on there, the same <laughs> Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. It's kind of a map of the buildings. Uh-huh. It's weird, but I'm sure it'd be worth a lot of money if you tried selling that on eBay or something. Maybe. I don't know. That's a really nice Christmas bonus. iPhone 5? Yeah. And yeah. an iPad? <laughs> well, still. It's like, an iPad mini? No, no I'm it's the new one. It's the newest one. So it's like sure. $1,000 bonus. It's pretty nice. Yeah, it didn't say, I mean, like every employee of Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. LucasArts, every single one. To Lucasfilm, yeah. Did, did the janitor get one? In Lucasfilm, probably. I hope so. Yeah. He's got a lot of money now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I wonder what prompted the pillow. Yeah. You know, tech gear. Know. And then just like, oh, um, let's, let's throw in a pillow. <laughs> I like to take naps. Uh, people like naps, don't they? Just like people like funny, uh, 
funny characters in movies yeah. that are silly. I also like I like uh, naps, so I got them a pillow. <laughs> hey, player, what you gonna get hot for Christmas? Yeah. this out that the clone wars video game the clone wars adventures game for kids yeah which i didn't know um, anything about we didn't yeah we didn't really know about this i kind of knew it existed but i didn't never looked at it yeah so i've never played it and it's free right yep it's, it's free, free to, to play. play okay you can get points and like it's one of those you know do you uh, is it like farmville where you can pay for coins i for believe stuff? so i think there's a way that you can pay for things but i'm not really incredible you going to the website right now i mean mm-hmm. it, to me it kind of looks like kids version of an mmo yeah but they have a lot of mini games and the mm-hmm. video i had watched was them introducing a speed racer or a speeder um racing game a space shooter that looks a hell of a lot like tor's space mission shooter just yeah. mm-hmm. a shooter on rails um and what was the third one was a speeder. Sort of like battle arena thing um lightsaber duel lightsaber duels mm-hmm but, uh, did you say speeder racing? Yeah, I did. Okay, you're looking for the website. Yeah, I'm you getting into at, it? Oh, and there's also a like a strategy game where you plot out. Yeah, yeah, and a strategy like battle overhead game, overhead. whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it um, huh. I don't, it looks like it could be sort of open worldish. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think we're gonna have to be creeps and try and get yeah. in on this game. Get just in to, there to review it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know how they verify your age. I know they're very paranoid about um, adults getting into these children's mm-hmm. um, games. But. but it does have things where you can buy stuff and put it in your wallet. Mm-hmm. So it's got microtransactions, of there, course. There are microtransactions, yeah. yeah. That's not... It's a Sony game, actually. So, I noticed that. Yeah, like SOE. the creators of EverQuest. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. We'll so you might whirl. be into it because you really yeah, like that EverQuest. I EverQuest in high school, <laughs> the first EverQuest. So, okay, I think um, we should try and get that because I'm all about free MMOs right now. Mm-hmm. I've been playing some Dino Storm. Have you heard of this? <laughs> no, Dino Storm. You are a cowboy riding a dinosaur, running around. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you're shooting lasers at other dinosaurs. <laughs> and your goal is to just get bigger and bigger dinosaurs to ride. Okay, but it's an open world MMO. Hmm. So there's other people running around riding dinosaurs. And they're attacking you, trying to get your dinosaur? Uh, you can, yeah. Hmm. Mostly they don't. I mean, my dinosaur isn't cool enough that people don't really care. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you should check it out. Can you slide down the neck of your dinosaur into work? It's not that. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just browser-based, but actually oh. it looks pretty good. Huh. Um, so, yeah, check out Dino Storm. <laughs> Did you get Lord of the Rings online? Have you ever played that? I haven't. Okay, that's on Steam. Okay. You can play that for free. 
Uh-huh. I would play the Star Trek one. I haven't played that. Lord of the Rings one. Is the Game of Thrones online free? No. I don't think... Uh, I can't remember if that's free to play Is it a browser one? Mm, I don't think so. Because I know they they released one on Steam. Sure. But it's a strategy game. It seems like no matter what you're into, they're trying to make a, a free MMO that you yeah. can play uh-huh. to keep your interest in it. Like, hey, you like dinosaurs and cowboys? We got Dino Storm. Yeah. Like Game of Thrones? We got Game of Thrones. Star mm-hmm. Trek? Star Trek Online. Like, they're just trying to rope everybody in at this point. Yeah. And those microtransactions. Yeah. So, since okay. we're talking about some MMOs, unless you had something else to move on to, nope, you want to talk about the, Tor a little bit? Yeah. I was going to bring that up. Um, they announced an expansion. Yes. Did you hear about this? Mm-hmm. Making okay. 50% off of subscribers. Yeah. So. Does that still hold if I'm not subscribing at the day of takeoff? Yes. <laughs> I think so. Day? Yes. I looked at my account and I'm actually um, subscribed all the way until February. Okay. So I pre-ordered it because it's only $10. I was like, yeah, I'll pre-order it now. Sure. So I don't have to pay 20 later. I just realized I've been talking pretty far from my mic the whole time. Let's go. Anywho, um, what it is is an extra planet, which they originally promised to give to everyone, all the subscribers for free. Now they're going to charge for it because they're like, well, shit changed. Uh, whatever. Yeah, we're broke. Yeah. <laughs> so you get like five more levels. You go up to level 55, and then you get to explore this new planet. But they said there's going to be no class content, like no class stories. It's all going to be just a planet story. Which sucks it's something to do because, with the huts. Right? Yeah. There's like a mm-hmm. cartel on there. So if you play it more than once, there's nothing new for you, which yeah. sucks. This is what makes the class stories fun because it's like your own story. It's going to bring up that email that they sent out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Their emails, too, have been getting worse. Yeah. It's like, here's your complimentary credits for this month. Here's 100. Yeah. Wait a second. I didn't actually log in since to see if I actually got my 600. Yeah, I did, but I didn't get an email. So whoever's handling their emails is doing a terrible job because you're right. getting emails when you're not supposed to be and then you're not getting them when you should be and it's like well one or the other just send us emails or just don't if you're going to keep screwing up yeah so the so the new expansion you get five day earlier access if you pre-order if it you pre-order yeah. it. it's coming out in spring um and with with the expansion is the level cap increased to 55 yeah so if you don't have it then you can't get to level 55 um and then it's one brand new planet, which they originally told us we're going to get for free. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I'm going to buy just because I want to play my dude from 50 to 55 and sure. see what it's about. But even though, you know, like, you get eight or nine planets, maybe it's 10 planets in the main game, this is like $10 for one planet. It seems like a shitty deal. After paying 200 and some dollars. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It so, seems a bit. This is going to be the last thing I pay for before I sure. unsubscribe. That's what you say. That's what you keep saying. Well, I might have to buy some credits to get all the features unlocked because uh-huh. when we go to preferred, there's some things that I'll probably need. Yeah. You're going to have to so, budget them. Yeah. For sure. Like, what are you going to... You're going to end yeah. up spending more than $10 very quickly if you don't mm-hmm. budget correctly. Right? Yeah. So $10 a month, right? $12 yeah. a month. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna. I mean, the the subscription is coming back up. I'm definitely gonna let it lapse and go preferred. Mm-hmm. Um, they're barely keeping my interest at this point. Right. And like with what they're, I think they're kind of fumbling with the life day stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, besides the fact that it's like a year anniversary, mm-hmm. and the life day events are nothing but 
cartel coin items. Yeah. I mean, is that, well, you got it? fireworks. Yeah, you got 20, 20 fireworks for free. <laughs> that's just for their year anniversary. That was for the year anniversary. Yeah, you'd think they'd throw us a bone as a subscriber and be like, here, no. here's something for you for your first year. Here's I mean, some free shit. Because if you buy all that Life Day crap, it comes out to like $25 cash. Yeah. If you want the stupid vest, whatever, it's just a red fucking robe. The Yeah, the Life Day robe. And then the a speeder with lights on it. Speeder with lights on it, which I might actually use my cartel coins for. <laughs> well, if you've got them saved up, and you're like, oh. I do. I mean, once with my 600 this month, I'll have enough and mm-hmm. then some left over. I think I might get it because it's kind of ridiculous. That's just yeah. a speeder with Christmas lights on it. It looks pretty silly. It looks really silly, <laughs> but I kind of like it that way. If you have some saved up, then why not? But I would not spend money on that. Yeah. Real money. No, no. I wouldn't yeah. spend real money on it. Um, plus it's a limited thing yeah it'll probably go away limited edition after the new year I'm sure it'll go away um, Mm -hmm. at some point or in a month who knows once they sell enough of the stuff Um, I'm a little disappointed that the Life Day celebrations is just cartel market stuff yeah they didn't really which was your your guess yeah I thought maybe they'd outfit the fleets and like just put up a couple trees or Mm -hmm. you know put some lights up have, have an event where there's fireworks somewhere, not just like me shooting off fireworks, but like fireworks in the background somewhere. You yeah, know? that would have been nice. An actual celebration somewhere. Right, you wouldn't know it was Life Day if there was no cartel market. You'd be like, eh, yeah. whatever, just another thing. Exactly. It's like they expect all the players to create the uh-huh. event. And there was no, yeah, there was no in-game event. Mm-mm. Something they, they should have done. It's just, I mean, even come up with like a day, like, um, you know, this day be on this planet and there'll mm-hmm. be fireworks and people show off their life day gear. Yeah. See everyone, you know, They're I wonder just, if like uh, their servers just can't handle something like that or, uh, I well, know. I don't know, but they made these mega servers. Now they're supposed to handle a bunch of people. So. Sure. I mean, I, I, it's just a little disappointing. Yeah. So, yeah, this recently, like the last I don't know, five months, this game has been steadily disappointing, mm-hmm. <laughs> even more so. Well, it, it just seems like they continually are just, they're trying to get rid of subscribers Yeah, by not offering them much. We kind of talked about it last time, uh-huh. but with this new update, like not being free for subscribers. I mean, 50% off is kind of nice, mm-hmm. but think about how much money you're in there. Like, yeah. Or even make it like you have to be an original founder. Mm-hmm. Founder subscribers get this for free. Yeah, because they've already paid two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, like, throw us a fucking bone. Yeah, yeah. We have the founder badge. Great. Uh, yeah, you know, or the title. Ooh, I'm a founder. Well, but just like, yeah, I don't know. If you want to keep me as a subscriber, you got to be offering more than six hundred cartel coins a month. Yeah, they're doing everything in their will to make us unsubscribe, which it seems like a terrible business model. Maybe. I mean, I'm I'm guessing they're just assuming that people will just end up spending more on a whim. Yeah. Than ten dollars a month. Yeah. I mean, microtransactions tend to rule the world of gaming right now. So. Well, ask Zynga how they're doing because they were losing money and had to fire a bunch of people. So yeah, but they just had—they're not. I mean, their their mini games are like you know poker or mm-hmm. Farmville. Farmville. I mean, that stuff's kind of old at this point. So but we'll see. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It uh, everybody's going microtransaction, <laughs> so we'll find out what happens. Yeah, there aren't too many games. I think there a lot of video game podcasts now are talking about how. If you launch as an MMO with a paid subscription, you're already doomed to fail. Yeah, like this that, is kind of the proof of that. Yeah, that um, not fucking Skyrim, but Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls coming out. Yeah, yeah. when that comes out, if it's a paid subscription, it's gonna crash and burn. Probably because uh, 
people don't want to pay for that stuff anymore right now when there's so many free options that you can do just to get even bare bones games. I think we were happy to pay for it. It just seemed lackluster. Yeah. Like it wasn't enough. Uh-huh. Like when, when Tor came out, it just wasn't big enough. It wasn't, it just wasn't there. Yeah. If somebody could make a game that was there, I think people are happy to pay for it because they had subscribers. Mm-hmm. You know, when they released, they just lost them really quickly. Yeah. Because it was underwhelming what they were offering. You know, and I think maybe that's just the game style has changed. Maybe MMOs aren't the thing anymore. Just like, I don't know, you were disappointed with Diablo 3 and I was talking to somebody else about mm-hmm. Diablo 3. And he's like, well, I really hated it. Um, I was a really big fan of Diablo 2. I just found this really disappointing. Yep. So I was like, well, did you play Torchlight? It's a similar game, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, eh, I kind of found that disappointing. Like, well, are you just done with that style of game, maybe? Yeah. Like, maybe there's not that's not a good game anymore. Maybe mm-hmm. it doesn't sort of satiate your need for the storytelling that we're used to now or the type of gameplay that we're used to. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, that's, the reason why I hung on to this game is because I like the story. And the, right. the dialogue is very interesting and even though all the stories if you like lift behind the veil you can see that you don't really get to choose what you want to do in the story sure and your choices really don't mean anything because everyone ends up at the same point yeah that's the other thing i mean uh, character choice and um kind of weird is getting a crazy place right now where mm-hmm. people want to have their story be their story yeah but it's not really that possible no like mass effect suffers the same fate where it's yeah. like yeah, you can choose to do this, but really you're going to get to the same point that everyone else does. People's expectations are a little high. Uh-huh. But even with you know the gear in, in Tor, I always thought was sort of underwhelming. Like if I wanted to make my character, you know, other than his face, which nobody sees. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like you want to make your character stand out. It's kind of hard. Yes. You can't pick your color for your gear. Like you can meld it. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can have it all be uniform, which they had in couple months ago whatever right unify the whatever color yeah, unify the colors but it, it's not an individual character I yeah see plenty of me's running around right there's a lot of, all the characters looks very similar yeah yeah there's no distinction for your character so i think they fell short there too so yeah i should really be working on that stuff which is i thought the cartel market would help with mm-hmm. well um, if you want to pay 1200 credits <laughs> for something yeah right <laughs> which comes out to be like <coughs> you know that comes out to be like Five bucks. Five, ten dollars ten for bucks, isn't it? a cosmetic armor thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, is uh, not something I'm really comfortable doing. Yeah. So, I don't know. Life Day celebrations a little underwhelming yeah. in the Star Wars universe. One the thing. The universe. What I really wish they would add is the ability to either A, pay for it, or B, complete enough quests or something to get enough tokens to get it, get the item. So... You know, it can be on the market and you can pay $5 for it or you can spend five hours. Five hours doing what? Of gameplay, just like doing quests, whatever, and getting enough so tokens you wish, to you buy. wish that the cartel coins were like the credits where you yeah. got some every once in a while? Or there's a way to buy something without spending real money for it. Wouldn't be nice. Well, that's, that's completely beside the point. <laughs> yeah, well, they want to get you to buy it. I mean, if you're impatient, you're like, oh, I just want it now. Sure. Then you can do that. Or if you want to grind it out and put the work into it, then you can get it that way too. Mm-hmm. That's the way it should be. I don't know. Yeah, but they got to make money somehow. Yeah. <laughs> if you want the game to continue to be around, I mean, somehow yeah. they're going to have to make some money. We're not going to be making my subscription money anymore. Right. Because. Which is what, what I think where I think they messed up. So. Yeah. That's just not enough cartel coins. Do okay. you think you'd be happy if they just gave you 1,200 cartel coins a month? I'd keep subscribing for that, yeah. yeah. If they that gave seems me worth twice it. as many, even, because then 
you know, it seems like your money is working for you, and it's not just what am I paying for more for a subscription? Being able to wear orange gear. You can buy that with credits. So, I mean, it doesn't matter for one character for your whole legacy. I think you can, or mm, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. <laughs> legacy perks don't necessarily mean legacy. Yeah, as they that's pointed out thing before. That's kind of so. shady. So who knows? I, yeah. I'm anxious to see what going to preferred is like. If it mm-hmm. is that like, oh crap, I hate this game now. Yeah. If it's that much of a handicap, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Next month. Um, speaking of RPGs, though, we're gonna start playing the Star Wars RPG again with our our gaming group. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that because that's kind of fun. Um, I've noticed that if you're trying to get back into it, they do have some books on Amazon, and you can order them probably from eBay too. Uh, the Wizards of the Coast role-playing game books are more available than they used to be. Yeah. Um, and it's about 20 bucks for the um, basic core rule book if right. you want to get involved in it. And it, if you know how to play D&D already, then you've pretty much played this. You just have to have someone who can be a dungeon master, come up with a campaign, mm-hmm. and then uh, create some scenarios. They even have books for how to create a galactic campaign, yeah. which give you tips and tricks for like encounters or for skill checks and all that. Takes a bit of work. Shit. Yeah, it is um, <laughs> for you. It's I mean, rewarding though if you can get everyone together and, and form a group for it. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah, I mean we do have a good time with it. So I suggest mm-hmm. if, if anybody had didn't in, in high school, like mm-hmm. go back and try it again because it is pretty fun. Yeah, it's nostalgic in a way. Just need to get their pouch for your dice. Yeah, your and dice pouch. Dice pouch nowadays. And then some dice, some d twenty, d six, d eight, d ten. Find that gaming store near you. I'm sure there's one. Go in there. That's a trip. Yeah. See all their dice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, give that a try if you're looking for something to do that's not going to cost you a lot of money. Mm -hmm. That's fun. If you want to get some friends together and play some Star Wars, there's also... Get like four hours to kill every week. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, One thing that takes a long time to do, though, is to set up your characters. That We probably didn't put enough time into that. We could do more of that, but... We don't have to do more. Oof, I mean, our characters are good. Yeah. But yeah, carrying, doing that character creation and having everybody come at once mm-hmm. was a little time consuming because you got to do yeah. a lot of rolling and yeah. picking out your What's abilities. your fortitude throwing save? Fortitude throw. <laughs> oh, man. But they do have books, so too, rules. for uh, different time frames. Like, I just got the uh, New Jedi Order source book, which gives you information for bad guys in that era, um, where to, what planets are populated. Okay. And where to set your adventures and stuff and, you know, equipment and all that shit that's going on. Because they also have one for, the core rule book is for, like, episodes one through six, basically. Okay. So that's a good way to start is to pick up that one. Yeah. It's fun. If you want to get your foot in the door, check it out. We'll, we'll look into possibly recording this next set. Yeah. This next storyline. Yeah, we'll see what I'm happens. just throwing it up. Uh-huh. It doesn't cost anything. Yeah. To us at this moment. So right. <laughs> if anybody wants to hear like three hours of role-playing game. Yes. There you go. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So give that a try if you're thinking about it. Um, they don't make them anymore. They're out of print. Uh-huh. So you have to buy them used either from a bookstore or online. Um, so good luck with that. Did you buy them used through Amazon? Yeah. Okay. But they were from uh, a Goodwill seller. Yeah. Goodwill sells on Amazon? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. It was from Seattle. It was where I bought I bought two more of these books. And they were only ten bucks each. Hmm. And they're quote unquote used, but they're in pretty good pretty good condition. Yeah. I mm. like a That's weird then. Goodwill is on Amazon. Yeah, I know I saw. <laughs> it's like it's a goodwill a specific online goodwill only. store. 
Yeah, and it was only online too. You couldn't go to the store to buy it. Huh. So what the times we live in. Yeah. <laughs> At Christmas times are hard as hell. Mess with my gifts and your eyes are swell. While all of the spell on the ice I yell. You shouldn't wear skips in the winter. Christmas Debating for all so long Just starving like Marvin for a Christmas song They had a beat that was hard As hard as me Now here it is, it beats the beats Now watch a Christmas tree Like up to the beat To the rhythm of the bells Not jingle, just cringle And his homeboy Elves He's a tower full of power When he hears the bells I heard Rudolph cuss the records With his hoof Now Christmas bell Um, let's talk about some comics. Sure. Um, one news item that I have is that uh, the rumor is that Star Wars comic licenses are returning to Marvel. So, when Disney bought Lucasfilm, fans realized that the deal put publisher Dark Horse Comics, the holder of the Star Wars comics license, in an awkward position. Um, so, Decker, for four decades, Dark Horse and rival Marvel Comics, which is owned by Disney, had been the two largest publishers in the business. Mm-hmm. So they've been butting heads for a while, um, but it sounds like no new contracts will be given to Dark Horse after the current ones expire. So all new projects after 2013 will be handled by Marvel, is what the... So one um, more year yeah. of Dark Horse? It's not confirmed yet. This is still um, in a rumor, um, but Brian Wood said that uh, he can't talk about it yet. So that's what it sounds like is... Shit's getting drastic. Yeah, and Brian Wood's doing the new um, Star Wars uh-huh. comic. It's just titled Star Wars. Apparently. Yeah, there is no subtitle yet, uh, which takes place which takes place after A New Hope and before Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting. It, and and I think a while ago there was an image that had popped up of Leia coming out of an X-wing fighter. Yes. Uh-huh. Apparently that's from this comic. Cool. Because they re-established that as like a preview. Mm-hmm. Um. So it looks it look it sounds interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, it's only going to be like four comics long. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. which most Star Wars comics are anyways, four or five. Um, but it it it's exciting. Um, we'll see. I have, we have a quote from Brian Wood here about the new comics. Says in the characters' minds, nothing has happened since the events of the first film. Luke and Leia don't know their siblings. Vader doesn't know Luke exists, and so on, which is a challenge. Hmm. He said. Okay. So it sounds like an interesting time frame. Um, to be playing with mm-hmm. so it looks cool yeah looking but, forward to it yeah i'm looking forward to that um let's see what else what other comics did we need well, well the other one too you mentioned uh the other story that you found about the um let me pull that up again i don't know uh upcoming comics the telcor station yeah that was a website that just had the next we want to talk about what net comics are coming up in uh january Oh, right. Okay. So, which includes the Brian Wood comic is start and starting in January. Okay, the new Star Wars comic. The new Star Wars comic and then there's just some other Okay. You know, Agent 4 Dawn 3. Mhm. But but let's talk about uh do yeah. you read Star Wars Purge of the Tyrant's Fist, which is the yes. new the new Vader series. Vader series. It's only two comics long apparently. Oh. Yeah, it's short. Wow. Okay. Um this is not at all related to the Ghost Prison. No, this, this is, is just a separate a series story. Yeah. Okay, and I think it's before 
Um, Why don't you read the read the premise of sure. what it says? Yeah. So this is Purge the Tyrant's Fist. Emperor Palpatine's new order sweeps across the galaxy, transforming the Democratic Republic into a totalitarian empire with no room for resistance or free thought. Yet, while many planets welcome Palpatine's influence, others cling to the past. Survivors of the decimated Jedi Order, once protector of the galaxy, now fugitives marked for death. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, as it takes place on, uh, what is the planet? I wish I could remember here. Uh, oh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's, it's taken from perspective of an Imperial agent. Yeah. Check. It, it, um, well, yeah, it starts it's off. It's her narrating the story. She's the narrator of it. Mm-hmm. And Vader is going in and trying to hunt down uh, Jedi. Yeah. Um, who's taken to the, uh, you know, the caves. It's very, um, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, insurgent. Major, Major Namada. I mean, it, it kind of mirrors what's going on right now or was going on in the last, for the last decade in the Middle East, kind of in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Where they're trying to find this insurgent Jedi um, in this town, and they they speak they call him a terrorist. I think at one point, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. Yeah, um, and they're just trying to flush him out. But the main character you find out halfway through is uh, an Imperial agent. Yep, um, a major major in the Imperial fleet, and she is taken on as vader's assistant sidekick yeah which is Mm -hmm. kind of a running theme in these vader comics yeah here's a story about this person who is now working with vader Mm -hmm. where they end up working like whoa yeah i guess they're working with you yeah i kind of like through the first half of it i mean it mostly is just you know vader's the main character yes um and she's just narrating it but then it becomes clear that maybe in the second comic she's going to be the main character mm-hmm. i kind of wish it just sort of stuck with vader it's because it, he has like he's fighting with other imperials mm-hmm. about um <clears throat> he's losing the will of the people and like he's obsessing over finding this jedi yeah but i don't know did you like it yeah it was good um i noticed that some of the artwork looked similar to ghost prison that's why i asked if it seemed like it was tied together at all um because the way they do some of the burn effects and the lightsaber is kind of neat yeah, yeah, but this one's this one's drawn. I think Ghost Prison was um, CG. Yeah, a little different different art style, but definitely those dark reds yeah. and, mm-hmm. and browns come through. And I do like some of the classic like '80s, where they have like that one where it's like full screen red mm-hmm. and uh, kind of like what is that comic book series? Uh, Hellboy. Or something weird like that. Sure, yeah. Yeah, where they have a solid noir color. style. Yeah, when he's doing the force choke, he's got his hand out, and he's mm-hmm. he's just all in red. It's cool. Yeah. And they show the inside of this guy's... Oh, yeah, they um, show his heart. They show his heart. This Vader's holding lizard it. Band. His, like, four hearts. <laughs> squeezing his lizard heart. Squeezing his lizard heart. Um, yeah. That was kind of neat. I, you know, I, I think it's mm-hmm. weird that it's only two comics. Yeah, that's very strange. Like it is, it is solely about them finding this one Jedi. Um, so it doesn't really leave much room for character development, or no, which is why I don't really understand why Nature Namada mm-hmm. is her name. Yeah, um, is even in there. Yet. Yeah, I guess maybe we'll find out. I don't know why they introduced her, but yeah. it was entertaining enough. I'm looking. I'm interested to see what happens in the second one. So I'd say pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Purge of the Tyrant's Fist. I think that came out two weeks ago. Yeah. 
Okay, we'll keep an eye on that one. Um, what about Hard Target 3? Yeah. You read this one, right? I did. So he, it opens up with him um, kind of following that uh, pirate lady. Yeah, what Rex. happened in the, the second, uh, just a quick recap, in the second comic, uh, Dooku's heir, his son, uh-huh. they're on that ship, and then he gets kidnapped, and uh, Jahan Cross was supposed uh-huh. to protect him, and some pirate comes whose Vax is apparently an ex-lover of Jahan Cross, yeah. takes Dooku Jr., we'll call him, yeah. <laughs> and speeds off while the ship's exploding into flames, and Jahan gets on another ship and chases after them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is after that. Yeah. Uh, and then... I just... I don't know. I'm like I'm kind of losing it on this one. Like I'm not really. I'm losing interest in this series a little bit. Okay. I just think he's so 007 at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's almost a little too much. They even bring in a character, um, Alexi Kwan, that appears to be his Q because he's building him. Oh yeah, the guy who's that lizard, snake-looking dude. Yeah. Yeah. Who is who also works for the Empire, but gives him his gear. Mm-hmm. he's making like another robot he's gonna make not another inga but did you notice they brought up uh synth skin again? yes yeah i'm gonna cover this one in yeah. synth skin i'm gonna put skin hair. on it <laughs> yes and you don't like that you like your robots raw oh no skin <laughs> you like Skinless. Your, you like your droids raw don't you cross <laughs> that's which is creepy and weird he wants to be able to lube their joints uh-huh <laughs> so i don't it's just it's just too many um ah I don't know. It's just it's yeah. There's a lot of parallels to it's too much paralleling for me. Stuff that you've seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of spy tropes. It also has the worst cursing in any of the Star Wars comic yes. books we've read so far. It does. Which is uh, what in the black hole? Yeah. was the first one, and the second one was space me. <laughs> I'll space you in the black hole. Yeah, you're gonna space me in the black space, hole. Space That's better in your black hole. But like fuck me or you know yeah. space me. You can't just replace that's that's the worst sci-fi cursing you can never do is just be like just put space in there yeah you know or black hole this what space in spaces yeah. yeah what what in galactic hell not galactic hell i wouldn't even say hell but you know yeah. what in the dark galaxies i don't know yeah I, I feel like there's been better cursing in the star wars universe than that so i was a little disappointed in that mm-hmm. and he also says Towards the end, spoiler alert, he mm-hmm. kisses Vex, um, his on-again, off-again lover. Space lover. Um, and he says, tasty. Oh, yes. <laughs> mm. I thought he was supposed mm, to be like tasty. a smooth 007 yeah. character. He's like, mm, tasty. Well, that's tasty. That is mm. so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's yeah, right there. kind mm. of terrible. Mm. Mm. It just says tasty. tasty. There's no mmm. Yeah. Just Tasty. Tasty tasty and they're kissing for no reason at all yeah you know they're uh, kind of fighting she's yeah. also supposed to have poison on her lips at that point so i don't really get what the hell's going on yeah um because she tries to kiss him before like okay so he goes in he, he rescues her from prison he rescues her like she after they leave the ship he ends up um catching up with her ship mm-hmm. uh the imperials are sh- quickly shortly behind her so he's like oh, pretend to be passed out mm-hmm Apparently she has this ability where she can just faint, faint, yeah, whatever. and seem passed out. It even fools uh, something or other. He said in there, like it fools droids. Mm-hmm. Um, so she gets taken to a prison, and now he has to get her out of this prison f- for whatever reason. 
I don't like. There's no reason yeah, for it. They don't really get into that other than he has feelings for her or something. You don't know. Yeah, I, I guess. You can only assume, right? <laughs> so, so then at that point, it's just like, well, screw this Dookie kid. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go save this Vex. And that's what this comic is about. And yeah, it's, it's like to take a prison that, break. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like starting to get into the air, like the areas of other comics um, that we've come across, where it's just mm-hmm. too many side stories going on. Like yeah. there is no, there's no single direction really. I don't think there doesn't seem to be. Mm-hmm. There's just too much that has happened in this, and it, you can, they should probably narrow it down a little bit. So. Also, this idea that like we're supposed to know who this Vex character is. Yeah, just throwing in a new character and be like, "Hey, you know what that is, right? That's it's like, old Vex." It's like three different uh, women. What? This yeah. this series. Yeah. Um, Let's pick weird. one, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he also starts hitting on the other uh, security guard. At yeah. The end, like, oh, we're gonna get that drink, by the way. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty weird. Iman. <laughs> yeah, Iman. I like how she's steering that ship with her fingers and holes. Mm-hmm. They look like little octopus tentacles. Yeah. Stuck to her. It's very odd. I don't know. I'm. I'm kind of. It's. It's still slightly entertaining, but Mm -hmm. um, not that into it. No. At this point, not as groin grabbingly good as I thought it would be. No. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of grabbing groins, Mm -hmm. um, Star Wars: The Lost Tribe of the Sith Spiral comes to its unthrilling conclusion. Uh (laughs) So the cover of this is the red-haired Jedi fighting against the evil Sith Lord. And you're like, oh, cool, lightsaber duels. Yeah. You open it up, no lightsaber duels. Mm-hmm. A little bit of spoiler, but whatever. Um, it's just basically the story of how Spinner hijacked this ship, and you think he's just going to take off and be like, fuck y'all, I'm out, right. bitches. Yeah, there's the evil Dripa who's been awakened. Uh-huh. He finds his Leviathan monsters. Yeah, he's raised these monsters on the planet, and they're tearing shit up. And then he wants to find this ship. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, they know where the ship is. So this bad guy, quote unquote bad guy, spinner, mm-hmm. on again, off again, bad guy. <laughs> yeah, you don't know his allegiance really. Um, goes to grab the ship and take it off the planet. Mm-hmm. That's basically where we're at in this point. Um, and then, then surprise, he doesn't, um, because that would have been the end. Yeah, like he shoots off into comic. the stars. Yeah, um, fulfilling his prophecy as a spinner. Uh huh weaving something or other into the stars. I don't really yeah. understand that storyline, that part of the story, but, um, and he comes back down and he kills the Leviathans with the lasers, mm-hmm. the blasters on the ship. And so uh, what you are led to believe that he comes back to save that redheaded girl because he likes her, but won't admit it. Right. I guess is the plot, which is really stupid. It's like, grow up, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So while he was off flying the ship away, Dripa has leveled half the city mm-hmm. um, with his Leviathans. Yeah. And then Spinner comes back and saves everybody. And yeah, which is stupid story. because it's like he didn't he had nothing to save on the planet. He wanted to get out the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. So what is he doing? Uh, and kind of the worst Sith death ever where he... Yeah. Uh, we're going to go into spoiler territories here. You probably shouldn't have bought this comic yeah, anyways. Yeah, I mean, we're saving you time by telling you. <laughs> He um he comes back down and and Dripa jumps onto the ship and they're flying in the air mm-hmm. and he's like I'm gonna give you the ship he's like fine I'm gonna leave but what's stopping me from turning around and killing you he's like I'm gonna take that chance mm-hmm. so then <laughs> Spinner and the redhead chick jump off and the ship just flies into a mountain yeah into a volcano he programs it to fly into a volcano yeah and Dripa was just like oh whoops it's he's like no no yeah. change course I can't. Yep. 
Okay. I can't do that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then he dies. Yeah. So, I don't know. The entire series was kind of underwhelming. Yes. Um, I would agree 100%. The, the jumps in between the comics, where this, this uh-huh. apparently takes a place in a very short amount of time, but still there's gaps in between each comic. Yeah. Uh, is very odd. Um, this know. is probably the worst series that I've read. Yeah. Night Errand's pretty bad, though, too. That's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're so. going to give that another shot, though. We're yeah, start we'll start from Night the beginning. Aaron volume 1. Right. But Maybe I'd, that'll make a difference, but still. Yeah, if Lost Tribe of the Sith comes out in uh, a trade, trade paper, yeah. do not pass. Just pass, pass. it. Pass it up. Abort. Yeah. Abort. Not that interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about Dawn of the Jedi, the new series? Um, so, Sure. We could do that real quick. Okay, this is... Uh, a brand new series from the Dawn of the Jedi storyline. Mm-hmm. And it takes place immediately right after, after the previous. the events of the last issue. Yeah. Okay. So they have this um, Force Hound, mm-hmm. Shesh. Yeah. Zesh or Shesh, a, whatever his name however is. However you want to pronounce yeah. X-E-S-H. <laughs> X-E-S-H. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been exiled to Bogan, which is a moon of Tython. Because mm-hmm. they didn't know what to do with him, right? Mm-hmm. And so they send him to this moon where they exile a bunch of force users or at least one other one. Yep. Um, let's see what happens. Oh, and then you're, you're taken back to the Rakata and the other force hound Trill. Mm -hmm. She has like the red outfit and white dreadlocks, Mm -hmm. um, is tasked to go find Chesh. Yeah. And bring him back to the Rakata. Um, they kind of reintroduce the characters, uh, Shay, Seknos Tasha um, mm-hmm. as the Jedi Jedi yeah um, yeah the group from of the original misfits. Comic, the, yeah the group of young misfit Jedi mm-hmm. um, and that's pretty much it um, mm-hmm. there's a there's a new character at the end of this one uh, Locke who's introduced who is another exiled Jedi yes. mm-hmm. um, who is going to help Chesh escape Bogon so he can get his force saber. And yep. that's pretty much what happens. Um, you get a little bit more backstory for Chesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really it's just a setup for the rest of the series. I mean, I found you know the writing's still good. Um, the art's good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm interested in what's happening in this one again. So I like this continuation of the story. Yeah. I think it's gonna go interesting places. Do you think this is another good guy, bad guy scenario? Or bad good guy? Where he's bad, um, but... Yeah, it's hard to tell. He's a good guy at heart. I mean, he already kind of showed that in the last series, uh-huh. with where at the end he saved... Um, he saved the kids, whatever. Yeah, he saved Shay, uh-huh. And they kind of allude to his... He never felt that way about somebody. Like, he apparently fell in love with Shay. Like I think his, it was Shay. Or his Tasha. Pants, his pants saber was ignited? Yeah, his pants saber was ignited. <laughs> Boom! And then, you know, it's interesting that this is kind of the origin story of the lightsabers. Yes. As they call them, force sabers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's... You get more of that in the next issue, though, right? Issue... Yeah, that... that two. That story continues. Did you read to him? No. Okay. I saw the cover and I looked at it. Yeah, but, it's just sort of uh, they begin talking about it. And this character, Locke, that he meets on Bogan has had um, insane... who They consider insane, which they explain later. Um has had visions of this force saber. Mm-hmm. So it's very heavy on the force saber talk. So cool. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, 
it, it, after reading two, we can talk about it next time. It definitely continues on an interesting path, but I think they, well, we could talk about it. You should read it. So. Okay. Yeah. I'll so I'd it. say pick it up though. You know, continue the, the Dawn of the Jedi stuff. It's good. So. Okay. Um, so let's talk about upcoming comics mm-hmm. um, because we're already up till January 2nd. Be the next releases, mm-hmm. I think, for comics. Um, and then we're going to see Tyrant's Fist 2. Two of two. Um, that one should be out. Um, let's see. Then we've got Star Wars number one. That's coming out January 9th. Yeah. Um, that cover looks pretty awesome. Yeah, it's the Brian Wood one. Very yeah. 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like a, a trip. Yeah. An acid trip. Yeah, exactly. Barbarella um, slash Star Wars slash uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then nothing until, well, January 30th? What are the trade papers coming out? Wasn't there, I think there's one. Oh, Age of the Empire 4 is the 30th. Yeah. Okay. Um, the trade paperbacks. Let me take a look at that. I thought, I don't know. I can't remember if there was well, anything. Well, um, the Dawn of the Jedi, the original one's out now. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a Star Wars Omnibus. Right. Clone Wars Volume 3, The Republic, is Hmm. coming out 26th. Um, Other than that, it's kind of a. a Boba Fett's Dead Volume 2 comes out January 23rd if you need the whole collection of that one. Boba Fett's Dead Volume 2. They split that into two volumes? Well, let's take a look. The Boba Fett series? Boba Fett's Dead series? Or is that the. um, Is it under. uh, What was it called? Family. Blood Ties? Yeah. Is it Blood Ties Volume 2? It is Blood Boba Ties. Boba Fett's Dead? Yeah. Yeah. Which I would... Do you recommend Boba Fett's Dead? I don't think we recommended that. Um, if you really like Boba Fett, yeah. then you'll get into that one. But If, if you love seeing some Boba Fett... On the fence. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because that story got a little weird, too. Yeah. I got a little distracted. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's for trades for the next month, for January. Yeah. Good stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. Peep it out. At least three good comics. So yeah, <laughs> Spiral's done, which is good. Right, into that stinker. People are hyped about Brian Woods. <laughs> Could Star flush Wars. that turn down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the Brian Wood thing is yeah, gotten a lot more people interested in the Star Wars yeah. comics again. So I think that'll. I've seen a lot hype. of blog posts and news items about that. So mm-hmm. I think that'll be good. So absolutely. Um, anything else in the news? That's it. I think that's it. Yeah. Our next episode, we're going to. Uh, watch the Star Wars Christmas special. Uh, we're going to drink uh, so much Wookiee yeah. Nog and just get completely blitzed uh-huh. and watch some. Uh, I tried to watch some of it with my girlfriend. Yeah. She was just confused. <laughs> She's seen Star Wars, but she was like, I don't. I'm, what? <laughs> I said, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so look for that. That'll be our special holiday episode. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have some guests on and we'll mm-hmm. just make fun of that thing yeah so um pick it up coming out in like two weeks uh, watch yeah. it yeah if watch it if you can it. if you haven't seen the i think it's available on youtube oddly enough the whole thing I yeah. Think so. yeah some some of those movies are on there and they don't care yeah because whatever yeah sure no yeah. one's gonna watch anyways right so look it up uh and enjoy yourself exactly <laughs> have, have an excellent uh life day life day yeah and uh Man. <laughs> that's all i can really say about that i'm, I'm actually kind of anxious for it i think it'll be fun okay that's so ridiculous yeah i remember being pretty stupid 
first 15 minutes no yeah. english dialogue yep so look for that uh coming soon we should do the entire podcast and wikis oh, yeah and then just translate it uh-huh let's do it okay <laughs> look for that send us an email We're, we need some emails something Send us an email. Dirty emails. Mm-hmm. Clean emails. Mm, keep them dirty. Uh, yeah. I like a good dirty email. Yeah. The space pros at gmail.com. I like to open up my Gmail and say, mm, what's that mm. stank? <laughs> dirty. <laughs> Close the door. Woo. Stinking in here. Mm, more like smell mail. That's <laughs> terrible. That doesn't make any sense. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and like us on Facebook. Yeah. Send us some emails. Um, other than that, we'll be back for an episode 19 in two weeks. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>